Lemonade, freshly brought to you by Bless Vision Foundation. This episode is sponsored by Rotary Club of Mandarin Hong Kong. The views and opinions expressed in the following interview are those of the guests and do not necessarily reflect the views or position of Bless Vision Foundation. Welcome to Lemonade tonight. Uh, I, Carrie, and I have my friend Linda with us. And uh, tonight we will explore um, a quite a serious topic that we think that this um, should be many people should know about this. And uh, but many people may know about this, but they do not know how to handle it or how to discover that they got this problem. And tonight we we're talking about eating disorder. And uh, Linda, actually, she got a very rich experience because she got her personal stories too, which is about um, her daughters also experienced the eating disorder, and now uh, is so honored that um, she's come here and want to share with uh, her experience and hope that her experience can help those who need it. Hello, Linda. Hi, hi, Carrie. How are Hello. you? Yeah, I'm good. And I'm thank so you. blessed to be with you today. I'm so tonight. blessed to be with you, with you too. <laughs> And uh, I know that um, you have two daughters, yes. and they uh, have an eating disorder. Mm-hmm. Uh, how you find that they got this um, eating disorder in the beginning? Well, um, um, when they were growing up, oldest daughter Jackie, she was in primary five or primary six. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I got a call from the school from for her basketball practice, Jackie. Uh, has fallen and tripped over and mm. broken her palm. The reason why she fell in a basketball practice was that she has not been really eating, and, and she looks particularly pale, mm-hmm. not not skinny but pale. And um, and and she said, "No, I didn't faint. Mm-hmm. I just tripped." And from then on, I realized that it's more than basketball practice. She was in a very bad mood all the time, and she was really very much to herself, and mm. she didn't really talk much. And um, uh, then on, I, I realized that she has a problem, mm. but I didn't know that it was eating disorder. I just thought that, well, she was not eating that well, you know. Mm. And then how you discovered that and diagnosed that, okay, she is um, have like eating disorder. What is the process? Okay, well, um, there comes a, a, a string of issue that she has. She was not happy at school. Um, she used to be very popular, but then all of a sudden she has some um, issue with the teacher. And then she has issue with friends, and then she would have issue with us, you know, mm. with her, with her parents, yeah, her, yeah mm. with with me and my husband, and sometimes issue with her little sister. Mm-hmm. So I, back back in those days, I think she was about eleven, twelve, um, at the age of puberty. So I thought that uh, you know that was part of growing up. Mm. Um, part, of, part of being moody. Right. She was not sleeping well, mm. and um, she was isolating herself in the room all the time, mm. and, and she would be standing up all the time. 
standing up. She will be standing mm. up. She will be watching TV in the lounge room on the sofa. She will be standing behind the sofa mm. and watch or whatever. She refu- and she will be standing up doing her homework. I said, well, why standing why, why up? Why standing up? Yeah. Later on, I found out that it was compensation exercise. You know, if she eats, then she will have to exercise to lose the calorie. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So, so so she calculate every calories in and out. Later on, I realized that she's not only just counting calories; she's counting the number of rice that she took. Number of rice? Yeah, number of rice. Number oh. of rice. Yeah. So, um, yeah, there was this one time when we, oh, she was still uh, denying herself of food, mm-hmm. and we we went on a family trip together. And of course, you know, a family trip with a, a lot of food, travel right? agency. Mm-hmm. You know, they arrange food. You must sit down, eat together, and then you are taken to from place to place. But she'll be sitting down and count the number of rice. Instead of eating, she will be um, arranging the rice into different alphabets. So she'll be putting up pictures. Yeah, and then she'll be carrying a backpack weighing uh, about. You know, 10 kilos of things. Mm-hmm. She would be carrying it all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and I said, "Wow, you know, it's too yeah. heavy." Yeah, you know. And she said, "Well, you know, we are sitting in the uh, coat in the bus all day, and I want to carry this to make me feel safe." And actually, oh. it is a compensation exercise issue with them because they feel that they need to be exercising all the time. How it's um is the stage that. Finally, she admit that she got the eating disorder. Mm, there was no admission from her mouth, oh, but I, uh, well, I did one thing that I was not, I was not supposed to do is I peeked into her diary, and she was saying that, uh, yes, yeah, she said uh, I have eating disorder. Oh, she know it. Yeah, she mm. actually said that I have anorexia, and she. So she knows she, something went wrong in the body. Mm. Mm. I think it was it was uh, it was not just in the body. I think it is in her mind as oh. well. I think it is her uh, struggle to find some control. Mm. Yeah, so she needs to have control over something. And and I realized that my girl has been like an overachiever. So she wanted to everything to happen uh, perfectly. Mm-hmm. So if it doesn't happen perfectly, then she ought to control it. Mm-hmm. And plus, she is undergoing the uh, pu- uh, you know the state of puberty, mm-hmm. and she is afraid. She is really afraid to, I suppose, to put on weight okay. and then uh, lose uh, you know the slimness. Or, mm-hmm. or, and uh, what more is that? I then I realized that her period, her menstruation has stopped. Oh, you know, and she was 13. I think mm. it has stopped for a year already. A year, yeah, mm. for a year already. So, um, so of course, I then I I actually I look for help. Um, the school, I, the teachers are amazing, mm. but they are very loving. But the, not all teacher would have known about the onset of uh, eating disorder mm. in young in young people. Mm. So, and they just say that oh, you know. Um, uh, Linda, you shouldn't be too much worry about it. You know, your daughter is a great daughter. Mm, mm, you know, mm, we'll mm. watch over her. I will encourage her to eat more, mm. things like that. But it, 
they they tried to help, but I didn't think that they made, uh, we all make any a difference. Any changes? No, any changes? No, no, mm. because um, we are not dealing with it properly. How to deal with it? Yeah, well, eventually, and uh, she actually went to see school council mm -hmm. herself because uh, she felt isolation, she felt mm. you know um, discontent, so she was actually seeing the school council, and and she was able to talk to her. Mm and um, advised her to, you know, to get help. Mm -hmm. um, but, she, but when I talked to the school council, she would not disclose anything mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. she... Yeah, yeah. yeah, I was mad about that. Mm -hmm. um, but then I come to respect that it's yeah, what, they, a... what their role is, mm -hmm. is to keep, you know, the, the girl's interest in mind. And if she doesn't want me to know, then it is right, what right. she has to, you, you to know, respect. you have to keep mm -hmm. as a secret. Well, we went on to look for uh, different organizations in Hong Kong, mm -hmm. um, asking for help. And I thought if I can find a psychiatrist, psychologist, mm. or a doctor mm. to give her the right pill, mm. and she will be just turned, you know, the situation will turn around. Mm. But that's not the case. Uh, then with the help of, uh, of the information that the school council gave me, I, I uh, you know, get on the phone and, and call and... Eventually, I found the Hong Kong Eating Disorder Association, mm. which is primarily an organization to set up for um, helping parents to have support group, mm. as well as providing counsel to the patient mm. support group. How did they help you in the process? Uh, well, they wake me up in the first place. And well, the first time I sat there, I remember the 10 do not, you know, the 10 rules for the, all the parents do not do. Do not mention eating. Do not uh, worry or, or do not uh, fight over control. So all, all those rules that we have to follow. Um, I, and I said, well, how, how come I, uh, you know, they're not eating? How come I should not be mentioning mm. food at mm -hmm. all? Because mm -hmm. that's not the issue. Mm. The issue is not the food. Mm -hmm. So that, uh, that is a hard lesson for me to learn. The problem is the fighting for control the perfectionism that is unattainable and the inability to deal with stress. Oh. Yeah, so when, when you know, and, and for it to happen to a 13-year-old child, mm. it's, uh, it's mind-boggling. I mm. thought that I was, a, I was a pretty good mother to provide everything. Mm. So what kind of pressure can force you into choosing to control your your to limit your intake of food mm -hmm. rather than just you know resolving the issue that you have mm -hmm. so i was really couldn't get out of this uh, mindset of mm -hmm. like probably i was over controlling myself mm -hmm. i was over controlling over them mm -hmm. you know probably so if, that was the issue oh then at that moment you you try to maybe i over control is that moment you gradually it gradually came really gradually mm -hmm. i you know because as a mother i the first thing I worry, mm. you know, the first thing I do when they're sick, I worry, I worry, I worry, oh. I worry. And then the solution I have in mind is to find that magic person, the magic doctor, the magic mm. psychiatrist, the mag magic psychologist to just fix her, okay. you know. But mm. that is not the way to fix this. Mm. This is um, this is the hard lesson I learned that the fixing starts within the family. Yeah, so I was like, I was really... Um, devastated so I when I realized that 
it's not a, a one-week thing. It's not a one-doctor thing. Then I realized that I need to learn. Mm-hmm. I need to learn, and and I need to change the way I raise my children. Mm. How is that? Yeah, well, number one is like to tell them what to do. So um, that that is very hard mm-hmm. uh, because I like to know everything and then uh, arrange for things to happen. Mm. And I even said go into the their school, a volunteer, just in order to know what's oh. happening. I even want to run the school. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so so that that's what when I found that I was uh, you know, I was a helicopter parent. You know. Yeah, I think that it's kind of you even want to run this going in order to help my child. <laughs> yeah, to achieve, oh. you know, whatever whatever they are meant to, you know, their potential has to be realized. Okay. Yeah, so oh. you know, nothing beats uh, such a, you know, great and unique uh, children of mine. So I'm so I was so proud. Anyway, so I learned a big lesson. Oh, I will learn a big lesson that children have to learn to stand on their own two feet. Mm-hmm. We, as parents, I have to let go. Mm-hmm. Uh, not to abandon them. I just let go of my control or my desire to control what they, you know, what how, what. How friends. you realize mm-hmm. that this is your... your um, I'm not problem, but you have to change the, your usually habit. How... How you realize it? Because I saw many people say like um, other people say a monster parent something. But sometimes parents really hard to know. Oh, this is how I act. Well, I I don't know. I even don't realize what I did is um, not good for the children. I just want to do everything good for them yeah. because the motivation is love them, right? Yeah. How do you realize at that point? Oh, I I have to stop this. Okay, now let's have a rest and then come back. We'll have Linda with us. Thank you. We have Linda with us, and uh, yes, as uh, last part, we have shared. Okay, when? What is the point that you find out that oh, I really have to change some of my habits and to change my express expression of the way of love? Um, I I finally, it's a very humbling experience because yeah, every, everything I do, I the harder I try, they then she will shut the door and then we, you know, we'll the harder you try, the harder she resists. She, mm. Exactly. So, so then I, I realized that, you know, I am doing the wrong thing. And so, this is this is something that is touching me because um, I then realized that if God gave us the choice, um, the sovereignty to you know to come to Him to believe Him, and He didn't force us to believe Him mm. or did, didn't make us a robot or you mm. know or, or make circumstance happen so that we have to believe and no choice, then then it is not the the kind of love that you know that is worth loving right Mm -hmm. so so making choices for yourself is very valuable Mm -hmm. and i should really let go of the control so that my child can genuinely Mm -hmm. uh, be able to um, walk on a path that they decide and and feel that they have the control Mm -hmm. so that that um that gradually come to me and uh and there is another factor in play and uh, that at that time 
my husband and I are actually experiencing difficulty in our marriage. And in itself, is, is, uh, she saw, she's a very sensitive um, uh, child. And she saw the undercurrent, um, you know, we, f we fought. Mm -hmm. uh, when we have an argument, we fought outside. We go for, we tell the, the, the girls that we will go for a walk in the mm -hmm. park. But then once downstairs, we just start yelling, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and I, we thought that we covered up very well. Mm -hmm. But little do we know that we actually have, you know, have vibes and, mm -hmm. and she can feel the energy. She can feel the negativity just between the two of us. Mm -hmm. It's an unsaid thing. So when love fails, when something fails at home, you know, don't you think that you can put on an act? Mm. If they, they observe, and especially um, uh, children with eating disorder, um, they are super sensitive. I was told once that, um, that you know, when we listen to um, to uh, to music, for example, mm -hmm. we just listen to oh, there's a piano right. and there's the you know there's a flute, mm -hmm. but uh, you know um, for um, for a, a child with eating disorder, their sensitivity will be like a Mozart. Mm. Uh, okay, so we just uh, heard the song, the melody. Mozart will be just composing further. So they pick up the emotions yes. and in home about. Mm you and your husbands mm -hmm. they don't they realize something happened mm -hmm. but did they really know what happened i mean did they ask you or do they they have like okay what well, that that is a, another thing they they have the innate disability to express their concern but oh. they knew they understood they knew but they knew that there is something wrong but they will not try to solve it mm -hmm. but they will just take the pain and take absorbing. the emotions or inside. Yeah, mm. yeah. It's, it's just like, uh, you know, pouring some poison to a plant. You know, what can, what can they do? They just absorb. Then we, uh, we find help mm -hmm. to, to uh, resolve the differences that we have in our marriage. And, and uh, we work hard on it. And uh, they finally, she noticed the difference. Mm. And of course, uh, and, and by then I, uh, you know, also change in mm. the way I deal with, uh, I raise her. I try to let go of some of the control that I have. Mm. Um, say, for example, you know, if she wants to go out to to visit some friends, I will give her the freedom. Mm. I will have to learn to trust her. Mm -hmm. uh, that trust, you know, uh, it, it, it's pain-taking, but I, I have learned to trust her, to trust her instinct. Yeah, I would think that oh, you know, you you go to your friend's house and what what do they have? Mm -hmm. Do they do they have parents who smoke? You know, mm -hmm. <laughs> right. things that is ridiculous. You know, um, even when we took, you know, when when we heard the news about uh, the psycho uh, the psychologist said that it is better for her to to go to you know have a uh, to stay in the hospital just to correct her. Her uh, routine, yeah, mm -hmm. her routine and uh, her eating schedule, mm -hmm. and and let her body uh, re recuperate mm -hmm. uh, because at that time, already one year into the no period, right? Oh. So it's uh, very skinny already. Oh yes, yes, mm -hmm. pale. So over the thirty-five days that we, she was in there, I visited her every day, and we experienced some some breakthrough because the psychologist told me. Yeah, she screened through the things that they talk, and then she told me that maybe, you know, uh, Linda, you didn't show enough love. I said, what? Oh. You know, 
in the way that she expects me to. So, so what I what I did was to stay in the hospital, and sometimes we cuddle up, and thank thank God that we, she's in only in the um, pediatric ward, and they allow me to stay mm. in whatever hour I need. So I will cuddle up with her, and like there is no, you know, no tomorrow. Don't have to be concerned about mm. going back and cook for the, uh, you know, mm. the sister or things like that. So gradually win back her. Her trust and mm. her love, and and um, yeah, so so we rebuild our relationship, mm. and um, and by the time that she was uh, about to leave discharge, she put on, you know, she put on weight um, from thirty nine kilos to to forty eight. Yeah, that's good. That's yeah. good. That is very good. Yeah. A very encouraging result. I yeah. Can, because it's at ten, ten kilo, almost ten kilo. Yeah, almost ten kilo. And I, mm. I think it's over. Uh, she it, happy it's about not it? Just as, I think she is not happy about. It. <laughs> I don't think she's ever happy about weight gain. Mm-hmm. But because her, her, um, the nutrition has come back. Mm. Her cheek is rosy. Uh-huh. And then when I talk to her, even if I yell at her and I show my anger, she's just smiling. Mm. Then I know that my girl is back. Mm. Yeah, my girl is back. My girl is ready. But of course, when you talk about you know having to eat six meals after she's discharged, she just looked at you. Don't be ridiculous, mommy. You mm-hmm. know. But then, uh, yeah. So so after she was discharged uh, from the hospital because of a satisfactory weight gain. Mm. Um, by then she was, uh, you know, thirteen some thirteen and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, thank thanks to the school, they were very supportive. Um, they do not ask anything, mm-hmm. and teachers came to visit her in the hospital. Do not ask about whether oh you did not eat. No, no, nothing like that. Just show her love and support. So when she was discharged, um, they had she has to sign um, mm-hmm. an agreement, mm-hmm. a contract with the mm-hmm. doctor. To say that I must maintain this weight, mm. yeah, 48. Um, if I drop, you know, two kilos, then I will be back. Mm. So and then and then and then there will be follow up. There's a rules and regulations mm. that she has to follow. But I make a deal with her. Say you give up, you give up the right to choose the food. Mm-hmm. I will I will take care of how much what portion that you eat. Mm-hmm. Um, when you eat, I'll put your food in a plate because Chinese family, we mm-hmm. have you know, several plates in the center and you pick. You know, I pick your food, I pick your amount, mm-hmm. and then you finish them. I will grant you freedom to mm-hmm. do, to go visit your friend in whatever hour, even overnight, you know, you mm-hmm. have that choice. So we make a deal. Of course, that initially didn't go, but you know, as time go by, because um, our communication improved, mm-hmm. so we just uh, be abide by that rule, and um, and gradually she asked me, "Mommy, I don't want that extra plate to be, you know, I want to be picking from the center." Oh. Yeah. So eventually, you know, she just picked from the center, and I noticed that she wants chocolate biscuits. And oh, that, that's a good sign, yeah, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. So she she loves food, and mm-hmm. she's not afraid of wow. eating anymore. Mm-hmm. So I thought that yeah, I was really relieved um, mm-hmm. that uh, that that you know God finally make it work. You mm-hmm. know, God you know God pulled me through because mm-hmm. I. 
I have to I have to rely on the strength that our Father in heaven gave gave mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. to you know mm-hmm. yeah so I am um, yep uh, mm-hmm. I I have learned a lot to to change mm-hmm. and not to panic mm-hmm. and uh, and to accept that mm-hmm. the illness will take time to heal mm-hmm. yeah I, I think in the story I can see it's um the rebuild of relationship and to to love and support and that seems the most effective healing ways for this eating yes. disorder. I think yes. this is not only for eating disorder, but many emotional problems. Yes. Um, I think this is um, yeah, love, care, the way to communicate. I think that is the most important point that we all can rebuild the family, the relation in our life. Yeah. Thank you so much for the